I would like to open the podcast on a very satisfying noise. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's a good sound. Slade, uh, can, did you, can I? Did you find out how the rustiest thing in a puddle tasted? Yes. yes. Uh, well, I was going to do a live tasting. Actually, I walked out back, and the rustiest thing I found was this water key. From wow, <laughs> what year is it from? <laughs> from outside, and uh, it doesn't taste very well. I just thought I would just do a little show and tell. Okay, there, good. What there, year there, is it from? I don't know. It, it was in the house when I bought it forever ago. So but it was like, in the puddle oh, outside, yes? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I really didn't expect you to do anything with what Tim said, ever. Have you got some kind of gentleman's agreement that um, if you actually do it, he'll never ask you to do it again? No, I'm carrying on. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I just, By the way, the I, way that bit um, comes around, it, it, none of it's planned. I, like, really? I just kind of turn my brain off and whatever falls out, falls out. <laughs> yeah, that happens yeah. when you get a bit older I, as well, Tim. Oh, no, absolutely. Can, can I talk about something that happened to me earlier? Went to the grocery store this morning because, you know, tomorrow is um, Easter Sunday and everything's going to be closed. So went and bought some stuff that I needed and I have this... Um, hat on because well nobody ever sees me but I I, I never leave a house without a hat can and, I see you um, without a hat Slade no Please. and I've seen Slade without a hat several times go on just yeah. once just flash yeah. me so if you see this hat says USA right who's that yeah who's that? and um, the, the old lady at the register she was like I'm so happy to see some young people that are patriotic and I'm like you know, yep. And so the hat's not patriotic. It's from USA Concrete. One of the guys gave me a hat, right? Fun fact, USA Concrete is owned by Cements, and that's Cement Mexico. Nice. Who's owned by another company out of France. <laughs> How does it feel so, to be so patriotic that you span three countries, Slate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the salesman just gave me the hat because they always like to bribe the engineers on site. They're like, here's a hat, some koozies, you want a t-shirt? Nice. Still sending your truck back, fuck you. Can, I, can, <laughs> I, can you just take your hat off, please? No. Please. Hey, I went out for drinks. Um... Not yesterday, the day before, and was talking to someone who is a geotechnical surveyor, and I said oh, you'd really? get on well with them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would. I would. I do think my job is very interesting to me and nobody else, except for the people that are in that, like, field. Well, we've said it before. I'm about the only person who actually knows what you do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Plays with dirt for a living. <laughs> Guys, I've got to say, this is not the high-energy, fun-filled start to the one-year episode. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Actually, I cracked open the beer. You know what happened to me at uh, work the other day? We were we were drilling. Oh yeah, I almost killed a contractor since the last time we were talking. <laughs> he was very angry. At Liter- <laughs> literally, almost murdered somebody. My uh, it was very windy. Like we were in a tornado warning, like mm-hmm. on the drill rig, and my drill pipe fell out of the uh, slip ring, which picks everything up, and it fell and it hit him like right. If, if I hadn't like tried to grab it and push it, it would have got him in the back of the head. And probably well, that's your problem. You've used a slip ring and not a grip ring. That thing's well, going to slip out. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing was, we were in a neighborhood the other day, and I just, like, you know, I'm focused on the machine. I'm, you know, watching everything go down, checking my dials, everything's good. And then I turn around, and there's, like, a family, like, from The Shining just staring at us. <laughs> and I physically jumped. <laughs> 
it scared Come me. Come with us, Slade, forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Do you know when you were, when you were telling that and you you were acting it out with your hands? It reminded yeah. me a little bit. Have you seen uh, Minority Report where he's doing the thing with all the the big hologram <laughs> touch screens? Yes. Y'all, y'all don't ever see it. I do talk with my hands. Like if I put them up here, it would they would be all over the place. But it's usually like off camera. But but know. Slade, you need to see how Tom Cruise acts in uh, in Minority Report because he controls the hologram screen with his fingers. So when you talk like this, he's that's what he does in the film. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the better person. I'm, I'm gonna ruin Tom Cruise for everybody. He has an extra tooth in the top row of his teeth. Oh, I've right seen it. It's center. awful. He's got an extra tooth, and it, once you see it, you can't unnotice it. What joke were you gonna say, Tim? I was gonna say, do you know who else is really bad for talking with their hands as deaf people? But I thought better than myself. <laughs> that was some low-hanging fruit right there. But, but if we really want to stay positive about that, they're not going to be listening to the podcast. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we're dear sorry. sir, I listened to your podcast. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you know it comes out on Brailleify? Oh dear. <laughs> Oh dear, Tim, what dear. are you eating? A brownie. Is it birthday cake? <laughs> a brownie. Still, he's still chewing. That's how bad is the. Is, it was a big bite. Cake? It was a big bite. It was a salted caramel brownie. Is it a fun brownie to celebrate our one-year anniversary? It's not a space cake or a hash brownie. That's <laughs> not what I was asking. <laughs> hash brownie. It's a hash brownie. Okay. Do you know, Mum once told me that she would try her hash brownie with me. I could see that. I Have would I ever... love to, to. I would ever... love to see Mum try a space cake. Can we arrange it? <laughs> if I ever told y'all I was at a wedding in Colorado, I know Tim knows the story, but I was at a wedding in Colorado and they had a bud tender and a bartender at the wedding, right? Nice. <laughs> and I, I had some uh, edible chocolates while I was there. And I was so... I don't remember the wedding. I don't remember the after party. I was told that I was stealing water from everybody, right? <laughs> and the problem is being... Like a true hydro homie. <laughs> yeah. And like apparently my dad wouldn't put me in the car and like had the air conditioning running for me and stuff. I have <laughs> no idea. I don't remember any of this. And... Um, but I get back, right? I couldn't go anywhere because we're fairly well known in town, I guess. And like, I went to the bank and one of the tellers at the bank was like, Slade, I heard you like chocolate and just handed me a chocolate bar. So just word so, gets around. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to murder somebody. I don't know who told them. My parents, extra dead now. First set, we're already dead. Second set, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's wow. an adoption There's joke. Um, that's sorry, that's Tim. Before, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should make that very clear before you make that joke. <laughs> um, um, Tim. So we've heard a Slade blackout story. Um, I will tell you mine. I want to know a fun blackout, probably drunk story, unless you, yeah, still, yeah. No, unless I, you I still take like heroin that. like you used to. No, I'm off that now. I've been off that for about a week. I've, okay. I've seen Tim drunk before. It's a fun experience. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Tim. I'm so a very tell encouraging me, tell me, drunk. Tell me about a blackout story. What have you learned that you did whilst you were blackout drunk? Oh god, okay, I've done so- <laughs> Are you talking about the night that I thought I died when I was at uni? No, I haven't heard this story, please elaborate. <laughs> Have you not? Okay. So, at university, in my first year, uh, I lived in a house on the other side of town from my university campus. 
and is this the one with, with the serial killer as your landlord? Yes, uh, Siggy. <laughs> and uh, so I was living with Doug, who was a Belgian man. We love Doug. There was a gay dude called Gabriel. Uh, there's this girl called Sophie, who we were pretty sure was a lesbian, but we weren't quite sure. Um, is that are those details relevant to the story? Well, it kind of sets it paints a picture, right? Okay. And there's a, and there was an angry Ukrainian woman at the top of the stairs called Patricia, right? <laughs> yeah. It makes her sound like a goblin. She kind of was. <laughs> so, um, we are going out for a night out at this place called West's because um, my friend's band are playing at the Student Union. And so we go to this bar called West's, which is a church turn nightclub, a bit like Halo in Leeds. Yeah. Um, so we get there, and you know when the first drink of the night is the last one you remember? <laughs> yeah. That's a bad time. Um, the first drink of the night for me was raspberry sambuca okay. and i i love sambuca i absolutely love it yeah uh, but i you know when you know when you're drinking it and when you're drinking it and you can like as you're knocking about you can feel you're getting drunk you're just like this is it um there's like there's that tipping point it felt like that almost immediately but the next thing i knew i was at the student union my friend's band are on i tried to buy them a drink I, th- I think someone told me I bought them like four and I don't know how many of them got to them <laughs> um, did that uh, then my university was down this country road and I the stately home and they had like a big traffic island at the bottom of it and the next thing I know I'm face down in the middle of the road right and this is a dual carriageway so it's a busy thing <laughs> And my headphones are like over there. There's like rips in my jeans and my shirt. Like my arms and my face and my legs are covered in scratches and blood. And I'm just laying there going, ow, ow, ow. (laughs) And I honestly think I might have been hit by a car, but I don't know. Whatever. That's horrific, Tim. It's how I woke up. That was the next next step of the night. Um, Then I woke up the next morning. Now keep in mind I'm quite a body conscious person and I woke up the next morning in this white white room like the floors the walls the ceiling the furniture like even down to the computer in the corner was white and I looked down at myself and I am stark naked and my first thought is am I dead (laughs) and um I look around see my clothes aren't anywhere I'm thinking right I am dead this is heaven and um I'm very calm about this because I think I'm still a little drunk at this point (laughs) and um I'm looking around the room and I see a blanket and you know those blankets that are made of like fake silk so they're a bit too shiny I see one of them and it's gold fake silk and I'm thinking this is divine intervention (laughs) right and so I wrap it around myself like a toga because I thought it'd be fitting <laughs> I'm looking around the room and for like anything that I recognize. And of all things, I recognize the lock on the door. Um, because the locks on the doors in our house had, were these two independent window bolt locks. So someone could just walk past and just go, doop, and you're locked in. And f- it, you're locked in now. Um, so I recognize this. And my first thought was, right, I'm not dead. I'm just in my house, but I don't know where in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I opened the door and it was like that moment in catchphrase where they're revealing a panel. <laughs> so I opened the door and there asleep on the landing is an angry Ukrainian woman. <laughs> and um, she was, and uh, my first words, because obviously after a night out, your voice is very gravelly. My first words to her were just, I am so sorry. <laughs> and uh, she starts yelling at me and I was like, whoa, 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 slow down, what happened? She goes, at about three in the morning, you started banging on my door saying, shut the fuck up, I need sleep. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't, she didn't even have anyone over. And um, I was like, I'm so sorry. And I went downstairs, still wrapped in this gold toga that I'd fashioned. And um, I, I guess I had been to the chippy on the way home because there were fish and chips all over my floor. And I was moving out in two days, so all my clothes were packed away. And my mum mum was helping me move into my new place, the flat that was in the woods. And the, um, I, I had a bottle of wine because it was Mother's Day, and I gave it to this Ukrainian woman, which, in hindsight, alcohol might not have been the best gift. But, uh, so had you gone up to her house, banged on her door? Oh, no, she was on the top floor. Naked? Yeah. And when I when I got when I opened the door, I threw, I fell over, threw up, and passed out. So she just slept on the landing. <laughs> oh, the last time I saw her, the last time I saw her, I was walking through town. And there were a bunch of ambulance and paramedics around, and uh, it was her. She'd been knocked off her bike by a car, and so I helped her back to the house, and she didn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was the night I thought I died. I like so I've I don't think I've ever had that. Well, I've had an experience a few times in my life, but I got that out of my system in high school. Yeah, I don't get black anymore. So so when I was in high school, I was at a friend of mine's like house party, and I've never been one for the marijuanas or anything. <laughs> the but, devil's lettuce. Yeah, but they were the electric also, cabbage. We were in the like their garage, <laughs> and we were you know playing beer pong, and I'm I was uh, this is why I don't shotgun beers anymore. I was shotgunning four locos, which is like the absolute That's trash. trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't do this, kids. And I'm shotgunning them. And then um, I drove home. No. I don't remember the drive home. And uh, I parked in our front yard, had ran over my mom's flowers and everything. <laughs> run it up the yard. Dad woke me up at 5 a.m. when he saw it. But what he did was, because uh, I played drums, I used to have this big... 22-inch China crash. I know where this is going. He went to my shed, got that symbol. At 5 a.m., I maybe had been asleep for like two hours. Goes into my bedroom, puts it right next to me, and just starts wailing on it. Right? Just starts going to town. He said, "I." he was like, you levitated off the bed, and I was trying not to laugh when I needed to scold you. <laughs> for the record, Game Club Pod does not endorse drink driving in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> No, like I said, I was in high school and stupid, so let's <laughs> let's put both of these together. In this very house, my best friend Mitchell, who um, I don't know if you listen to this dude, but sorry, I have to out you on this. He passed out in that bathroom right there on the floor at a house party I was having one night. Fell asleep on the floor, and the party continued on. I left him there, because that's the kind of friend I am. As long as you're not throwing up on yourself and you're not on your back, I'm leaving you where you lie. And uh, every now and then, somebody would go to the bathroom, and you would just hear like... Oh, sorry. And it was basically they were hitting him in the head with the door to the bathroom. Oh, my God. (laughs) I woke up the next morning and he was in the hall and he had like a pillow and a blanket. And I have no idea where he got them from because they weren't any of mine. 
I have absolutely no idea where they came from. <laughs> well. Well, Joey, what's your blackout story? I mean, I thought mine was really fun and funny, but I've heard your guys and it's quite tame in comparison. Like, I was just thinking about um, the last time I was blackout drunk. It was very momentarily. Moment, momentarily. My brain just switched off then. It was, <laughs> I was very momentarily blackout drunk, but it was when my football club got promoted back to the Premier League and I was in Birmingham City Centre with my friend Tom, who was also blackout drunk, uh, with Jenny, and Jenny wasn't blackout drunk, and we were walking through the streets of Birmingham shouting Premier League at people, um, and just on the way home, Tom was texting a girl that he fancied, uh, and he was texting her. Jenny looked over his shoulder, and he was texting her the words, <laughs> texting her the words, meet beep keep keep. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and Tom, he asked Jenny, asked him what what meet beep keep keep means, and he was like, I'm just saying how much I like her and how much I want to go out with her, and. Jenny was like, no, you've typed beep, beep, keep, keep. What you've done is channel the roadrunner. <laughs> oh, that's two episodes in a row where I've cried in the preamble. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, we, are, we, are we got a 20-minute preamble for the anniversary. I hope y'all are welcome. Or not welcome, I hope y'all enjoyed the... Uh... <sighs> I was trying to think. I was trying to think of any other. Uh, you know what? Uh, last time I went to Mexico, it was me and our uh, exchange student, German Alex. German Alex. We, we went in you know, a little family vacation. We took German Alex with us. And uh, when we got there, our Sorry, objective. Can we rewind? Who's German Alex? He was yeah, our. That was the person who went to the wedding for. No. Yes. No, I didn't go for German Alex. Yes, he did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I didn't. You're very wrong. Yeah. It made just the way that you say we went on holiday and took German Alex makes it sound like German Alex didn't have a choice. <laughs> He's like a spaniel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, no, he didn't have a choice. The family's like, you're coming with us. Here's your ticket. <laughs> Do you know what he does for a living, German Alex? He's a shepherd. <laughs> but uh, we took we took German Alex with us, right? And uh, when we got there, they had this like six. We were there for like four days. And they had the six-page drink menu. And nice. Alex and I looked at it, and we were like, that's the goal the entire week. We're getting through the entire list. And the bars open at, like, 9.30 in the morning, so we were going down there and just ordering, like, mojitos, black Russians, just whatever was listed that we needed to get through. And uh, my parents were like, we don't see y'all after, like, 6 o'clock at night. What, what, what's going on with you two? I was like, we've passed the f*** out. What do you mean? <laughs> We're busy praying. Oh, well, yeah, to the porcelain gods. All right. Whilst uh, whilst you were telling that story, like Tim has sent a photo in our Discord. I see it. Yeah. Of a RV, but on the back it says, "If it's wobbling, the wife's gobbling." <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get on with the episode. <laughs> um, this episode of the Game Club Pod contains spoilers for the Wolf Among Us. Do you want me to include that at the beginning, by the way, or? It's up to you. I don't really care. We've got through oh, 26 wow. of these. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. 
It is what it is. It is what it is. What if we went through an episode and we just didn't spoil anything through the game, right? It was just all amble. It was all preamble. It was all preamble, right? And then we get to the episode and it's like, oh, I enjoyed it. Here's It's good. Seven seven out of ten. All right, see you guys later. And then we just post amble. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So let's get on with the episode. Tim, play that music. Ah. (laughs) Great. That was my that, that was my beer can. Oh, okay. I can I could chuck a glass in there as well. No, 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 no. Oh, what if I did this? Is that the Nickelodeon theme? I haven't thought about the Nickelodeon theme in years. Let's get on with the episode before we end up up in the rabbit hole. Gerald, one of your hosts. I'm joined by two uh, two other hosts. Uh, first of all, the man who is not dead. He's just off. Poor Patricia, the Ukrainian woman who <laughs> rightly could have called the police. Uh, Tim. Hello. I'm not dead. <laughs> and I'm also joined by Slade, who, uh, you know, hates his mother's flowers. I just uh, I just got a notification from Netflix on my phone, and it's a new documentary called Our National Parks, and it's just like you know, it's a nice little mosaic picture of National with Obama Parks. on the front of it. Yeah, Obama in the dead center of it. That caught me off guard. Hi, hello, everybody. You can find me at Slade Plays Games on Twitter. <laughs> you can find me at Wimbembo. Also, Netflix. I don't give a shit what you want to sell me. Whereas Comey can't communicate season two. <laughs> you really burning these bridges of sponsors i don't know if it should have been in the preamble but i saw a tweet um the other day and it was if your podcast had a dream sponsor what would it be and i've tagged pringles in it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um just uh in case you don't understand that joke uh prog cocktail pringles are for pedophiles um okay so moving on to to our sponsor uh but before that i have a question for you wow we are a year old today, gentlemen. Last time we spoke about the games that stick with us. What is your favourite moment of Video Game Club? Favourite moment of Video Game Club? That's a toughie. We have a lot of good moments. Mm. You know what my favourite moment is? And it's one that's not recorded very well and or often. But it's when Joey starts messing with his Ethernet cable and his laptop <laughs> and it just ruins the entire recording session. It yeah, like last cut. episode we've got five different recordings. <laughs> Joey just comes back all in us and he was like, I was playing with the cable and Tim almost spits his drink out over it. The the technical issues that do get edited out are like some of my favourite things. Right, there's a lot well, of shit that I edit out. Well done, Tim, for the excellent editing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Did you know that Tim uses Audacity for editing? I do not. <laughs> That's factually incorrect. <laughs> um, um, I don't. I don't know what our favorite, my favorite moment for us would be. It's, it's a, a really, 
it's a really dumb moment, but it's I don't remember why we were all making this noise. But oh, I, I know the noise. I know the noise you're thinking of. Yeah, so it was my description of how the camera pulls in from, uh, so you can go to talk to somebody in uh, the outer worlds. That was right. I could I couldn't think of a better way to describe how the camera just pulled so in. So you just made a throwing <laughs> out your back noise. But then, so there's there's a perfect perfect editing clip on Tim on your Twitch where you've put all three of us making the noise. <laughs> <laughs> together and then me evilly laughing <laughs> yeah it's fantastic i'll read oh another, another i do have a very out. evil laugh when i want to uh it's when joey said three is one of my favorite things in the world when i turned into tiny tim and went yeah oh, oh i'm a cat <laughs> <I'm sorry, laughs> joey, <meant one. laughs> joey what's your uh it's, favorite it's moment it's late. My favorite moment was <laughs> that. So we we had a really long recording session where we did the last chance awards, and straight after we jumped directly into Bloodborne. And there was a moment when I was sat there with Tim and Slade. You had guessed real um, surprisingly gone for a wee, um, and I looked down at my feet, and what did I see? the USB cable that connects to my microphone. And we'd done a full hour and a half of recording and my microphone wasn't plugged in. That's a very good one. Yeah, Joey's technical issues are a, uh, a little shining light, if you will, wow. for the podcast. Wow. That's, that's wow. Uh, wow. And also, you know, the viewers, every interaction with y'all. Yeah. Fuck Not really. You soppy shit. Joey got mad at me the other day because somebody was like, I love you people. And Joey was like, we love you too. And my first reaction was, don't speak for me. Don't yeah. do this. <laughs> that wasn't a very I, nice thing to say. It's okay. Audience. Oh, fuck. I wish I could remember her name. I don't remember who it was that tweeted Let, that. Let's leave names out of it. I know. Yeah. Oh, no. All I was right, going to say, I like you. You're okay. No, <laughs> if you're saying nice things, then it's Jess. Jess, you Jess, you're okay. I'm not ready to commit to loving my audience yet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? we Slade might have trouble saying he, he loves you, but we appreciate every single one of you who listen to Video Game Club and have done in the full year that we've been doing this it's a one year what started off as a a dopey idea just because we wanted to do a podcast i think really is like a highlight of of my month when we get to record and talk smack with each other and nicely done but i wasn't there i was trying i was trying not to swear if i'm totally honest with you Uh, (laughs) but listen to talking smack they're excellent Uh, but yeah it, it turns into a highlight of my week where i get to talk to my my brother and uh, <laughs> our Alabama friend. Colleague. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I have the banjo here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Joey. Have I, told you, have I ever told you the most Alabama thing I've ever seen in my life? Is it was Alabama? It? <laughs> no. No. I was Look at, down I was, at the uh, ground. There it is. <laughs> it, it was during deer season. I was going to uh, check a job site out in the middle of the country. And uh, I guess one of the guys that worked on the site had killed a deer that morning and he had it strung up with the excavator to gut it. Oh my God. And process it just out there in the middle of the construction site. Happy birthday, video game club. Yeah. <laughs> it is a dead deer. <laughs> nah, it's deer. Oh are dear. A mess. It's okay. Oh dear. They're terrible. Oh dear, oh dear. They're terrible creatures. They taste great, though. All right. Joey, let's talk about uh, wolves. Wolves. Yeah, cool. Not, uh, not the football so- team. No, sorry. Um, Aston Villa, not Wolves. 
on walls. Yeah. Um, but so the Wolf Among Us is a, a game from Telltale. It was mm-hmm. released on the 11th of October 2013. Uh, it's available on PS4, Android, Xbox One, iOS, PlayStation 3, Mac OS, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation Vita, and Xbox 360. Uh, it has 4.6 out of 5 on Google Play and 4.5 out of 5 on GOG.com. What? Good old games.com. Oh, thank God you know. I, uh, I'm very familiar with GOG. They do good stuff. Oh, well, I will not slate them. Uh, under genres, <laughs> it is listed as an action game, graphic adventure game, interactive film, casual game and adventure. It's been nominated for the BAFTA Award Games for Story, BAFTA Awards Game for Best Performance, Best Narrative, and Best Performer. So um, there's a lot of accolade there. Uh, I'm going to move to Slade. What were your thoughts on The Wolf Among Us? You know what? I I haven't played a Telltale game in a long time, and I forgot why I like them so much, because they are well-written and they keep you engaged, which is nice to see, especially in the um, way overstimulating that some games are nowadays for the current climate. It's nice to see. I have two issues with Telltale games, and I think it's personal, but I feel like people can relate. First of all, the movement is in all, all right. fairness, you were playing on a keyboard. Yeah, because Tim, I tried both controllers, wouldn't recognize either controller I have here on my I desk. I don't understand how for... you've had that, but by the by. Tim, you don't understand a lot of things that I do. Is what Tim, I do you not remember <laughs> Spiritfarer? Yeah. You had to play that on a fight stick <laughs> for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but even with the controller, I remember The Walking Dead, like, just not understanding how human movement worked. Um. The other thing is you'll get engaged listening to the characters talk, going through the dialogue, and then suddenly a choice comes up, and then it's like, oh, right, I'm not watching something. F- I need to <laughs> hit a button on my keyboard. <laughs> Full panic mode every time that nobody ever saw. Fair it's good, though. I had a good time with The Wolf Among Us. I just um, – the other big criticism I have, I don't think Telltale games have any replay value. Like once you've gone through the story, I, I, I think they have zero replay value. They're very good. They're worth your time to play, but you, you'll never play it a second time unless you just want to see like the other endings or something. Well, I'll argue or see what the other replay value do. is. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's they have my definition replay value. But no, no, no. To me, they have none. Like I, I'm not, I'm not bothered to go back and try to make different decisions. That's All fair right. enough, Tim. All right. Uh, yeah, I had a very good time. Um, surprise, surprise! I had bugs with it. But, um... <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So, I only had one bug, but it happened three times. Okay. Oh, Uh, I had a bug. You had a bug? Let's talk about your bug. uh, Sorry, Tim, I hate to interrupt your bug, but I had a bug. Let's have a bug report. At the end of the game... Bug alert. At the end of the game, right? So, spoiler... Well, we've already said spoilers, but at the end of the game, when you take in uh, the Crooked Man, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It spawned me, and I don't know about your choices that you made in the game, but I went back to make sure the, uh, the guy who ran the strip club, what was his name? Uh, oh, Georgie. Georgie. Yeah, the pudding I mean, and pie. I, yeah, I went back to the pudding and pie, and uh, my character spawned in without a body and was just the head. <laughs> That's <laughs> an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, and if I tried to like walk in there, I would walk in there with no body and no head. So, uh, yeah, quick restart. Well, he's got no body to rely on. Oh, Tim. Hey. <laughs> I was going to say you had no body to go with, but um, beat me to it. Well hey. done, Tim. Yeah. Um, my bug, uh, it happened three times, because I, I played... So you played this like chapter by chapter, essentially. Yes, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So because I've been trying to get back a bit in the streaming, not not committing to it, just doing it when I want to. Joey, how did you play it? 
Uh, I played it on Twitch day by day. Did you? I streamed the whole thing, yep. Wow. How many viewers did I get, Tim? Zero. One. Zero. Because you never tell us when you're streaming. <laughs> I I sat down and played through this in one big session. Okay. And I think that's a problem for the game. I don't know if it's expecting players to do it like once per day because chapters three, four, and five all bugged on loading for me because when it would load the first scene with an interaction in it, mm. it would just be essentially Bigby Wolf, the main character, sat in a chair looking dead on at the camera, wide-eyed, and all the options said, this option is blank. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that is actually a bug, because uh, if you remember how these used to come out... when They used to be episodic. Could... Yeah, yeah, so like one episode a month or whatever would come yeah. out. Yeah, it well, was like so one episode I'd... every couple of months for The Wolf Among Us, and yeah, I think that's what they're expecting. They're not expecting someone to sit down, a, you know, marathon the lot. Yeah, I just I played like a chapter a day essentially. I played I a chapter a day, and actually, I thought it was really refreshing. It was really nice to have like a start and end point with what I was playing. Mm. Um, so I think let's talk about store. Uh, sorry, I haven't said Tim. Was there anything else you wanted to say about about the Wolf Among Us? I, I had a good time with it. I played it when it first launched. Uh, I played it on Xbox. I then played it through on the iPad for some reason. Um, then I played it on PC, which is the most recent time. I'm very excited for The Wolf Among Us 2. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that looks really good from what we've seen. So, yeah, I'm, I had a good time with it. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's very fun. It's I really enjoyed that it's a game style that I don't often play. And Slater, I, I completely empathize with your, like, oh, God, there's a choice here and scrambling for the controller. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm alone in that. I'm because sure there's other people like that. I would often I would often make dinner and then sit and play this while having dinner because there's so much of it that is just like watching a TV show. And that's fine. I think my only gripe with The Wolf Among Us was that there were times when you had an option to say something and I don't think they reflected very well the tone of what you were saying within the option you could choose. Yeah. I so think that's was, a problem with dialogue trees, though. I agree, but there was uh, there was one specific time, and I think it was in Chapter 3, and uh, you were talking to a character, and you wanted to disagree with them, or I wanted to dis- disagree and call them out on, on bullshitting, basically. And the option was, that's bullshit. And instead of just saying, that's bullshit, I don't believe you, Bigby went on this whole thing about how he's a liar and he's always blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to go for a, a, a run where I make friends with the people that that you go. Um, because you, you, there are multiple ways to play this. You can be a dick. You can hit people. You can kill mm-hmm. people. I was trying not to do that. But because I was calling them out on their lies, it kind of the whole thing was like, this person will remember that you called them a liar, essentially. Yeah. Um, so... So my thing about the um, killing people or not, I guess we can go there if you want to. Did you kill? Was it Tweedledee or Tweedledum? Uh, Tweedle. I didn't kill either of them. D. I, I didn't. Kill I did. Them. I know I you killed. did. I saw you on stream. <laughs> Why did you kill him? Because he shot me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It's an A American lot. thing. <laughs> um, so uh, do you want me to go into the story of the Wolf Among Us then? Yeah. Let's do like a synopsis Actually, kind of thing. here's what we're going to do. I didn't do it last time. Y'all walked away a bunch during the last recording. I'm going to go pee. I didn't walk away during anything in the last recording. Yes, you did. You went and got a drink. That was no, well, you didn't. Yeah. Tim walked away. Joey walked away. Now I am walking away. 
All right, fair enough. Have you seen the Have you seen the trailer for the second season? By the way, no. It looks very good. Does it? Um, and what's nice is obviously Telltale Games went bankrupt a few years ago, mm-hmm. and that is nice. That is nice. Good for them. Um, <laughs> and um, they went bankrupt a few years ago, and just one year at E3, um, they were they put out this trailer and were like, "Yeah, we're back." Like we got bought out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Like they got bought bought out, and the and the way they announced it was like, "Here is the Wolf Among Us 2. Oh, very cool. That's I very cool. I think I said to you before. I didn't know this was based on a comic book. Yeah, DC. Um, it's very cool. The art style is amazing. I don't know if I... you saw the stuff that Josh at Talking Smack sent us. So I've actually um, read the comics in preparation for this. Have you? Or maybe you can tell me about it because I did not go into that. I, so what's really cool as well the the author of the comics and I wish I could remember his name but he's the same guy who writes The Walking Dead um, uh, Bill, Bill, Wh- Bill Willingham not Bill Whitlingham no <laughs> it's um I don't know I don't remember what his name is but when they announced The Wolf Among Us Season 2 the game the author was like uh, here is all the comics up to Season 2 online for free oh, really? Read them. yeah Nice. Good for him. Good for him. Good for you, yeah. Stuart. I am back. Hello. Hello. Um, we were just saying how The Wolf Among Us Season 2, when the trailer dropped, that was Telltale's announcement of them being bought out as a company and, re- and returning for bankruptcy. All oh, right. Who bought them? Um, I want to say it was Warner Brothers. Was it Warner Brothers? I want to say so. Okay. I, you know, I would believe that with the with everything they do, because then they also do the Batman game. They did do the Batman game. Um, the Batman game is was horrendous, though. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the one that actually bankrupt them, which is, you know, <laughs> interesting. That and Game of Thrones. Because um, yes. they, they oh. did a Game of Thrones game, and it wasn't very good. It could have been the uh, Atlas Game of Thrones game, which apparently is okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I have played it. It is <laughs> bad. Um, um, right. Where were, okay, oh, yes, you sorry. were about to do the story. Story. So... Um, Basically, long story short, there are a bunch of um, fairy tale creatures who have moved away from fairy tale magic land and into the big city. I believe the city is called Fableton, right? Fabletown, but it's a, like a district of New York. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's heavily implied that it's New York. I don't know that it's ever mentioned that it's New York. I think um, I think they mentioned Brooklyn a couple of times. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong. But so they they move from their magic lands into what is essentially implied to be or explicitly said to be New York. Um, And you play as Bigby Wolf, the big bad wolf, uh, who is the sheriff of Fableton. Uh, And after responding to a call of uh, disturbances by Mr. Toad, you find the woodsman uh, is with a prostitute and abusing her violently. Um, You save her. When you go home... Uh, it appears that she's been murdered, and it's the first murder in Fabletown for X amount of years. I can't remember. But the it's way that. never been a murder in Fabletown. Okay, it's the first murder in Fabletown. So it's the way that, that she is killed, she's decapitated, and her head is left on the steps of your apartment block. This uh, sparks a uh, investigation with yourself and Snow White leading it. So from there, it's a whodunit um, of who killed Faith 
Um, and you go through all of these uh, characters, some of them very popular in in um, fairy tales, some of them not, like the Crooked Man. You come across Mr. Toad. You come across Tiny Tim from uh, Christmas Carol, which I thought was a very weird cameo. Um, there are Georgie, Georgie Porgy, who is um, the um, owner of a strip club called the Pudding and Pie. Uh, and another murder happens, which is just a miscellaneous troll. Um, basically, your choices influence the ending of the game. I'm not sure how much they do, but I think there is an element of it within The Wolf Among Us. Having only played through it once, I don't know. Um, you find that everything leads back to this, I want to say mob boss, but he's a bit, I don't know if you class him as a mob boss, uh, called The Crooked Man. And the game ends with you making the choice whether you kill him violently or kill him. <laughs> or, or you can let him just, free. Yeah, no, well, you send him to jail. Yeah. Or you can send him to jail. Um, I'm sure I've missed some pretty major plot points there. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way. Um, but that that is essentially the Wolf Among Us, right? Right. The long and short of it, yes. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go to Slade and say, Slade, what was your favourite moment in The Wolf Among Us? Was there any moments that, because of its episodic nature, it's meant to be like a, a TV show, essentially. Right. Uh, it, it's they an even, inter- interactive film, as described on, on the genres on Google. They even um, do a thing where it's like, previously on The Wolf Among Us. Yeah. yeah. What? what uh, I, we had a very brief conversation while you were streaming about the cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your favourite cliffhanger? I think at the end of uh, episode one, I guess, when you find out about, you know, the missing head and everything. Mm. Because to me, I was like, holy, we're leaving here. But the um, I was thinking back to the foreshadowing of um, what was her name? The first prostitute that you meet. Faith. Faith. Her being like, do you like my ribbon? Yeah. And then at the end of the game, you find out about the ribbon being important. And I'm like, man, they basically told you the ending, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so foreshadowing. I, I really liked that. I hadn't heard the story of the character Vivian, but it is a real fable yeah. where this girl and her head is held on with a ribbon. And Jenny came down and saw that little bit with one of the characters having a ribbon. And she was like, oh, is that who that's meant to be? And I really liked that they had, like, it's quite an adult take on some fairy tale stories, yes. which I think is really interesting because if you look at the origins of those fairy tale stories, <laughs> They're actually pretty pretty gruesome, quite a well, lot. Well, that's the yes. thing with the Brothers Grimm fairy tales. Yeah. Like, they have very dark undertones. Yeah, yeah it's Disney kind of uh, whitewashed a lot of that stuff. Yeah, mm. big time. So, um, so sorry, Slade. Think, what was your favorite... Forget the cliffhangers. What was your favorite moment? I was trying to think of, like, a, what I would say is, like, you know, my absolute favorite moment of the game. But, like, each interaction is unique, I would like to say. Who's your but favorite the, character? Um, the, the big, the oh, I, I like Bigby from the beginning. You know, okay. he, he's very relatable in his situation. But um, the moment that like things started clicking and I really, really got invested was when you go to the hotel and you find the uh, the bed with like the flowers and everything, and uh, the mayor, the apple. 
Yeah, the Apple and the mayor, um, Ichabod. Ichabod, Ichabod been pay- Crane. Yeah, Ichabod Crane had been paying a prostitute to look like Snow White and lay there. And I was like, oh my God, this is like stalkerish creep. That that was the moment that really got me invested, mm. was right there. Because you I- know, I felt when they had, because so, so uh, for those listening, when these fairy tale creatures are, are out and about, they're not supposed to be recognized as fairy tale creatures by. Normal people. I can't remember what the mm. word that they use in the War for Mondays. Uh, was. Mondays for Mondays. Mondays, sorry. Yeah, so oh. Mondays aren't supposed to know that these fairy tale creatures exist. So it's by law from the fairy tale creatures that they need to have what's called a glamour, which will disguise them as a human, essentially. And I was really glad that this didn't go down the route of, like, I think of Mission Impossible 2. And every two seconds, they're like, but actually, it was a mask all along, and I'm actually here, and and this person wasn't who you thought they were. And Mm. it would have been so easy to do that, but I think that the writing and uh, and the story itself was so well thought out from start to finish that they didn't need that really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But I was a clone all along. Exactly. Spoilers for Mission Impossible 2. As well, oh, you know, it's shit, so you're better yeah. off not. So, I'm not missing anything, is what you're telling me. Well, you're missing a pretty good soundtrack, yeah. Um, for Tim, me, the what... part that really, yeah, so you know, where, where, where it really got it hook its hooks into me is it's it's revealed after I think chapter one or two that like Snow White's head is on mm-hmm. the doorsteps of the, the end of chapter one, yeah, end of chapter one, so it's like. The um, Snow White's head is on there. It's like, oh, shit. she was pretty important. Yeah. Um, but then it's revealed in the beginning of chapter two that essentially someone had used glamour to look like Snow White, had their head cut off. Uh, like obviously they were murdered. That's not something they requested. But um, they um, <laughs> they had their head cut off and it was placed on the doorstep. So it's like, oh. Shit. So other people can disguise other people, and while I'm glad I didn't go down the aha, but you're my uncle, aha, but I'm your dad kind of route or whatever. <laughs> um, there's um, it opened a lot of doors, which obviously led to the whole thing with Ichabod being obsessed with Snow White yeah. and having the prostitute there. It's like, oh wow, okay, this actually does have a lot of serious implications. Yes, yeah. I I think the only thing that I really wish that they had done in the Wolf Among Us was use a proper fairy tale for faith i feel like she um, wasn't a fairy tale so yeah they called her a donkey skin but i don't know what that is um, that's um it's a it's a reference to another fairy tale huh. so the whole thing was that um and they they explained that fairy tale too at some point they did um the whole thing was that it's it was like the like the king uh like she was like a princess or something and the king's wife the queen died and he wanted to marry the next most beautiful woman in the land, which turned out to be his daughter, the princess. And she obviously didn't want to go into a life of, you know, essentially forced incest, uh, which is understandable. <laughs> and he, um, uh, so she ends up donning this donkey skin because it's like a, it's a, it's a magical donkey skin, like a donkey fur, um, to disguise her to get her out of the village. And she's essentially forced to wear that. And the moment she takes it off, everyone's going to recognize her as the princess and return her to the king. That's the long and short of it. Right. Okay. Well, I missed that. Um, I don't know whether I didn't delve because there's, as you go, there's like a compendium of everything that you do and people that you meet called the book of fables. I don't Mm -hmm. know whether it was part of that. I don't know whether it's something that I just missed. 
It was but, in there. Um, yeah, I, I felt like they could have made her um, a more prominent fairy tale character, but maybe I missed that. Um, I do have questions for you both about the ending of mm-hmm. The Wolf Among Us. Sure. When you have a conversation with Nerissa, who is another dancer at the Pudding and Pie, yes. uh, where Faith was a dancer, where Holly, the two people who were murdered, were dancers, um, and Nerissa makes some comments towards the end of the game that lead you to believe that she is Faith. Yeah. Now, this is right. very intentionally ambiguous. I believe it's leading on to The Wolf Among Us 2. Do you think that Nerissa is Faith using a glamour? Do you think that uh, Faith, when she was killed, was Nerissa? Do you believe that it is as it seems in the first place, that Faith is killed and Nerissa is Nerissa? I think there is more going on with Nerissa. I don't know if she is Faith, though, but I I do like where that thread's going, and if it goes that way, I'm okay with it. Mm. I think... I I agree. I don't don't think that she is Faith, but I think she knows a lot more than she's letting on. She's essentially saying, this doesn't end here. It keeps going. Yeah, yeah. So if that twist turns out, Joey, I would would quote you on being correct, but... It's it's like... that's. I don't think it's a bad twist by any means. Now, um... The last choice that you have when Nerissa leaves and walks away, you can leave her to it, or you can chase her down the street. Which did you do? I chased her. Chased. I tried to chase, and I pressed the wrong button and stood there. (laughs) (laughs) My legs stopped working. (laughs) Um, So you'll have to explain what happens when you chase her. Does it just end? It cuts to black. Credits. Oh, that's, that's disappointing. I think, again, it's setting up into The Wolf Among Us 2, though. Mm. which again i'm very excited for the trailer's been out for a while it's coming out in i think spring 2023 nice uh and who was your favorite so slade you said bigby wolf tim who was your i love bigby uh, Big i loved the the turtle i liked him as well because it reminded me of hanging out with you two so much <laughs> the turtle the turtle yeah do you mean the toad toad i'm sorry oh yeah the toad <laughs> yeah yeah easily mixed up yeah um yeah, my favorite now every Every time Tell Big B. <laughs> that was really good. Good impression. Yeah, um, yeah. It just made me think of you two. I was trying to think if I did have another favorite character in my but really I didn't. Uh, Toad was just endlessly entertaining. I quite liked Flycatcher. I don't know why. He reminded me of uh, Dude Where's My Car. But um, Shaggy. Yeah. But I really liked TJ, who is Toad Jr. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I liked Toad Jr. is because I it clicked to me that Toad Jr. has exactly the same voice as Clementine in The Walking Dead Telltale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of crossover. Uh, Slade, we explored this in your stream a little bit, and all of the crossover characters between Wolf Among Us and, um, and Walking Dead. And I don't know, when I, when I heard Clementine's voice, it just I think something maternal in me just, just was like, I really like you. I want you to be okay. And then I send a little... F- off to the farm <laughs> so i yeah. looked into this there is no way to avoid that the, well, they go to the farm that is their yeah it's, well so here's the thing though about sending them to the farm i went ahead and blamed toad for it i told tj i was like your dad was irresponsible i i didn't <laughs> i so did we should we should explain that the farm when you don't obey the the law that we spoke about with glamours um and and disguising as a human they send you away to somewhere that's like 
air quotes safe for fables. I get the um, feeling it's like a gulag. Yeah, it's it's very ambiguous as to what it is, but but people do not want to go. So it's, I very, don't imagine it's a bad it's place. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think fun. I don't think it's all sunshine and rainbows or anything. But so it was very sad to send TJ off there. I I really liked Toad, but I didn't care that much though. Sending you know what off. I thought was interesting actually in terms of uh, character I guess backstory. I had never put together that the wolf uh, Big B. I never put together that he could be both the wolf from Red Riding Hood and the wolf from Three Little Pigs. Yep. Or he, yeah, it could be both. It, it could be the same person, and I never put that together until replaying this, like for this session, because so, one of the big one of the pigs is in his flat. He's like, "You destroyed my house. I have Colin, nowhere to live." Yeah. Colin the pig. Um, did, did you give him the drink, by the way? No. I gave him the drink. I gave him the drink as well. No, I told you, no, I tried to be nice to everyone, and I don't know why I decided against doing it, but everyone apart from Bluebeard, I just thought yeah. I'd be a complete dick to Bluebeard. Bluebeard's an asshole. Yeah, he's, no, he's completely an asshole, but it's like, I don't know. I, I thought that about uh, Colin, and I was like, you're just a dickhead. I don't care. To be fair, you destroyed his house and ate his brothers. Oh, no. Anyways. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, I guess here comes the point where I say, "Have you got any more thoughts that you want to talk about?" Or I think I think you're missing out on I, I don't know. We could talk about like big decisions, I guess, in the game. If okay. y'all want to go there with it for what you remember, so um, so with uh, the crooked man, what did y'all do with him? Because I pushed him down the well. Yeah, I pushed him down the well as well. So I actually offered to put him in jail. Okay, now, so he ends up trying to attack you if you do mm-hmm. that. And so you are forced to push him down the well. It's the okay. only choice that you're given that you make two or three times, though, isn't it? Yeah, they, they essentially give you a do-over on that one. Yeah. yeah. but yeah, um, I, I was straight up for pushing him down the well. You're also missing out on uh, one of his lackeys, the... Uh, oh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, Bloody yeah, Mary is I, the best character in the whole thing. She was phenomenal. I, I immediately dubbed that my ex-girlfriend, because goddammit, it reminded me of my ex-girlfriend a lot. Well, like, the thing the that the she time. could like, obviously, Bloody no. Mary. The whole thing with her fairy tale is if you say her name three times in the mirror, she appears. And the fact that like you could use the magic mirror from was it Snow White that the magic yeah. mirror was from? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, could yeah. use that because he's like there essentially as a resource in the police agency, which is such a clever use for him. Yep. Um, yeah. And you could say, "Show me Bloody Mary," and she would know that someone is watching, and then come through the mirror for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She would. Well, she wouldn't just come through the mirror. She would just like disrupt it, and then yeah. he would be like, "Duh, what happened?" Yeah, what was that? The, uh, yeah, because it was it was really weird to see that he had no idea that it was Bloody Mary. He was just showing you the, the essentially thing. a matching name. The fight yeah. scene with Bloody Mary, where you you kill her, essentially, is it oh, was interesting. Yes. I think it was really. Um, Funny to see that Bigby had different levels of transformation into wolf. Yeah, I thought her end fight was very anticlimactic. Really? I This yes. is my one gripe of the game. I think my one big gripe. I Ray. kind of hate the wolf design. Yeah, the wolf design sucks, but I thought it, the the final fight was fairly anticlimactic like, I you know. know. I thought in the in the foundry with Mary. No, yeah, I but I get it was like huff puff blow everybody away and then I That's clever. Well, no, no, I get that that's clever, but as it, it would be clever if I was just watching it, but for the fact that I'm playing it, I'm like, well, this is kind of boring. 
Uh, from a gamer perspective, boring. From a visual perspective, it, it makes sense. I don't know how to feel about it, if that makes sense. Hmm. I thought it was good. I really enjoyed that it felt like you... I think it was one of the only points in the game where there was genuine peril, really, that you could hmm. die, because she just kept coming at you wave after wave after wave hmm. of these coming copies at you of Bloody Mary. Out of yeah. every reflective object, yeah, which is fitting. Yeah, it was, but, um, it was cool. I to go back to the wolf design and to harp back to the Wolf Among Us season two, they've revamped the wolf, wolf design. Have they? Like they they have changed it. So, so Tim, you said while Slade was peeing that you um, read the comic. That's right. How faithful is this to the comic? Pretty faithful. Like that's good. There's um there's a few decisions that waver here and there, um, but the way. <sighs> I, I think about this kind of level of design a lot when I'm playing a Telltale game. You've essentially got one starting point and near enough the same end point. And whatever route you take to it, it's always going to narrow and funnel back down to those points. Mm. So yeah. the game matches those story beats of the comic pretty well. Um, there's obviously little bits here and there that differ. Because um, obviously, otherwise you'd just be watching a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It does a really good job of staying faithful. But I I feel like that with comic book TV shows and movies, there's a bit of a flaw that if you are into them, and I'm sure people who who watch these and really enjoy comic books will tell me differently, is there not a flaw there that if you're into them and you've read the comic books and then someone else has gone, oh, I'll make a movie about this. Well, you know the film. You know the ending before it happens. And that does not take enjoyment away. I think that's now, half well, the fun, though, with some of them. Yeah, so like I've read all of... Uh, it's about to be animated this year, but I've read all of Chainsaw Man, which is a uh, manga series. You got it over on the shelf. I've read every single issue of it, mm-hmm. but it's going to be animated. It's coming out this fall, and I'm really excited because what... Joey, what I think you're missing there is the... Um, going from like just, you know, looking at the pictures, you know, as you're reading, and then it just being fully... Alive, alive yeah for like a lack of better the, words yeah i don't know i don't know i just like, like i know like yeah yeah yeah, yeah like you know the ending of the story but at the same time it's a new experience of the story maybe this is where my definition of replay value changes do you know for me because for example i i've read most of the jojo's bizarre adventure manga and the series is slowly being released like arc by arc and what I find more interesting when watching this kind of thing is how are they going to do that? That's yeah. not not what are they going to do? How are they going to achieve it? Like, so that's, the, that's what's interesting to me. So mm. on like the episode of Talking Smack that I was just on, um, in the final season for Attack on Titan, there's a two-minute bit where it's Mikasa just going ape <laughs> murdering people. And that's not in the manga whatsoever, so that caught all of them off guard. So that's sometimes the animation, the, yeah. yeah. So sometimes the animation studios or whoever's producing it do take you know leeways here and there. Do we need a spoiler so, for Attack on Titan? Well, if you watch, if, if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, get your shit together, go watch it. Hmm. Yes, sir. Um, you can at me on Twitter at JoeyFitz91. <laughs> I am going to take a podcast tradition and go for a pee break. Oh, look at that. Not not just me. Joey, we get our first break together. So romantic. Joey, how, what, what do y'all normally do during this uh, the pee break? Honestly, you two normally go together, so I just sing. 
What do you sing? I'm all alone. There's no one here besides me. Since it's, it's just the two of us, um, can we do why just do you, why the you, two of us? Why have you been listening into my pee breaks when I don't need my microphone? Um, because you don't move me your microphone. <laughs> I don't understand the question. Hello. That was a fast pee, Tim. Beer you do not know Tim, right Tim pees like a racehorse. It's like a powerful racehorse. Where did we get to? We were talking about big decisions uh, in the game that you had to make. Yes. Is there another big... And Tim, off the top of your head, what's a big decision you had to make? Yeah, yeah. Whether or not to chase down the woodsman or Tweedledee when they entered the bar. Okay. What did you do? I went for Tweedledee. I thought the woodsman was innocent the whole time. Okay. So I also went Obviously for... not of beating a prostitute. Like, that seems clearly not innocent of that. <laughs> right. I, but... I also went for Tweedledee. I went for the woodsman. Okay. So how did that yeah. play out? Uh, you... Um chase him into a back room and handcuff him to a lamppost and then you find Snow White's head so you leave him by the lamppost but then you interrogate him in the next episode I, I imagine that's interesting go on because that exact same thing happens for Tweedledee yeah yeah okay it did the, the, there's a point in that interrogation where you have to decide whether to hit them or not mm-hmm. to get the information did you get that with Tweedledee as well so I yeah. I never I never hit him. I did burn him with the cigarette at one po- or his own cigar at one point. But- I hit him, um, <laughs> but it meant that everyone in Fable Town was like, "Oh, we know how you get your information. We know how you do your interrogations." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I was hated by everyone very quickly. So I mm. I, I feel like I was like kind of hated, but not really in my playthrough for the fact that like you know for the witch, did you burn her tree down? Nope. No. I didn't either. So everybody remembered that um, Beauty and the Beast, you know, they're in there, and they both remembered that I I played neutral. I didn't I didn't want to get invested in their story, so I didn't you know I didn't try to protect either. one. I stayed out of it. Yeah, I told them I was like, not my problem, kind of thing. Oh, see, is... I said I'd help them. Okay, um, and nothing really came of it. They just uh, <laughs> said we really appreciate your help. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. So it's I don't know. There, there's did, a lot so of choices. Wait, sorry, did did you go into Beauty and the Beast's apartment? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you still had all that. Yeah. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the only thing. That so happened, I wonder. This is what I'm saying about like uh, you know the same start and end point effectively to the different plot arcs, but they've got deviating paths to get yeah. there. Yeah. I, so I, I did find you know at the end of the episode it gives you a summary of how you mm-hmm. um, acted based on percentage wise against mm-hmm. other people. I found yeah. that. As I went through the episodes, my the way I behaved became more in line with the common thing to do. Yes. So it went like in the first episode, I remember quite vividly that I was like thirteen percent of X, Y, and Z, and th- it was around thirty between thirteen and twenty percent of people did the same action as me. Whereas in the last episode, it was more like fifty to sixty percent of people did the same action as mm-hmm. me. And I was thinking about this, and I I think. Is because more people will have played the first episode. One, because it was released for free. Yep. And mm-hmm. two, because if people do repeat playthroughs, they're more likely to stop after the first few episodes. Yeah. I I, I also want to go out here on a limb and just say I do miss this kind of like episodic thing, you know, where you just had something to look forward to once a month. 
But it well, got that the, was part of the fun. I think the problem was that it got overcrowded with everybody trying to do it at one time. Well, that's part of the fun with um Telltale games, oh. I find, is at the end of each episode's release, obviously people like the game will launch and each episode's only like a couple of hours long. It's like an hour and a half so people to get sit- to it, like a chapter. It really is. Exactly. And so you'd sit down and play it. And then there would be this immediate discussion online and in friends and with and with people who have other play, other people who played it being like, why did you do that? Why did you make the decision? Yep. Why did you think this? Mm. And like that's that's the fun yeah. of Telltale Games for me. I, I did I think notice. That's like, sorry, go, go ahead. Slide. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm going on slightly off on a tangent here. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I think that uh, drives a sense of community and a sense like an extra sense of fun. You know, it's like when you discuss um, Fallout or Skyrim with like a friend, you, you know, you talk about the different paths you took and how you played the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I did find, though, that with the differences between chapter one and five, I felt like some of the animation got a little bit more janky towards chapter five. And that that kind of speaks to me as like, was this this one rushed to get out? There were times when Ichabod was in his office or in the crooked man's hideout where he would walk and move and clip through people. And there was, there was a thing with the crooked man. The first time that you saw him, he was in a car and you only saw his hand and they wind the window down and he snaps his fingers for um, bloody Mary to kill you. And when he did that, his whole hand went straight through the window. Like it was, it just clipped it's a very through powerful it. Clip. Yeah, no, he just clipped through it. Um, and I just felt like the further along you got, and I, I, I seem to remember The Walking Dead doing exactly the same. I think there are benefits to the episodic nature of it, but it also uh, means I feel that there's the potential to have a rushed release. I think yeah. part of that is also how you should, like, they're not going to get a budget per episode. They're going to get a budget per season. Yeah. And I've, I've got to wonder how much of that is spread yeah. and where it goes. Because it seems like episode, like when you hit the middle of it, it definitely feels um, anticlimactic at episode three because you're yeah um, you, you just kind of want to keep going and then Joey I think you and I both agreed that the weakest of all the uh, episode endings is episode four yeah where it just ends on him lighting a cigarette essentially yeah him saying let's talk <laughs> bless you it's where he talks to the crooked man um, and he says okay let's talk and he lights a cigarette and that's the end of the the episode but in com- I thought that was a really good ending uh, I, I think it is I think a good it's ending good. it's just the weakest comparison, of all of them yeah in comparison it's it's the least cliffhanger of all of them but i suppose mm-hmm. that that may be because we played it all back to back whereas if you're doing it monthly you've waited 4 months to get to that point you're then thinking how is this going to go? Yeah. Yep. I will find out in two months or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I hope that I hope they do a similar release thing for season two. I hope so I too. Really I hope it's I, not just. I would. Immediate. I would like to see a return to the episodic game, which just you know, I pay like twenty five bucks and I get you know four games out of it that come yeah. out once a month. That would be a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. Because we've, okay. we've said before, games are too long and too investing. I know, that, I know that statement's going to bite me in the ass. Right, I see man, Joey, right. I see Joey man pushing for Persona. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, all right. I say nothing. I'm about to say I would. Shall we go to scores and thoughts? Yes, let's do that. We're going to start with Tim. Ooh, so Tim. I, I really enjoy this game. I love its aesthetic. I, I really like the comic book style. Yeah. It's got like this very like neon, almost neon modern noir mm-hmm. to it which I, I really dig, mm-hmm. that aesthetic. 
I think it's very well acted. The story is intricate and deep, and there's to me there's replay value and like understanding who does what for what reason. I really like it. It's it's not without fault. Mm-hmm. Certainly on a, I guess mechanical and programming level to to some extent. I am going to give this one an eight point five. Damn! Wow, that's a really good score. I really like the Wolf Among Us. Cool, Slade. So I had a good time with it as well. Um, I, I think it's worth your time to play. Just I I wouldn't suggest playing it all in one go. But you know maybe make it like a weekly thing for you or just play like I did every, you know, play it once a day. Mm-hmm. I again though, but I've, as I've said, I don't think telltale games have a replay value in any sense. I, I've played a lot of them. Like I played the borderlands one. I played, you know, all of the walking dead. I've now played this one. I think I'm only missing like two of their games. Realistically game of Thrones, Batman. Yeah. I think that's all I'm missing. And back to the future. That was, I didn't know that was a thing. So I played half of their that was games. Their first. And uh, I, I just don't think there's no replay value, but I think the story that's there is fun, it's engaging, and it was refreshing to play. So I'm going to give this a lovely little 7.75 out of 10. I would recommend you playing it. It's worth your time. That's a very specific rating. Yep. I don't think it's worthy of an 8. I, I think it's nearly there, though. 7.75. Okay. Um, Joey? I also would recommend this game. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I echo Slade 100%. I played it one night every week. Uh, sorry, one night in the week. And then I'd do a chapter the next night, chapter the next night. And it worked really well. And uh, I think that, like, obviously, you don't, that's still quite a quick time to play through it. But it's about a 10 hour commitment. Yep. Um, yeah. And I, I'm really looking forward to The Wolf Among Us 2. I think, Tim, you hit the nail on the head. The comic book style is timeless. It's iconic and it's well yeah. done here um there are a lot of memorable moments and I, it sparks a lot of good conversation here which i think is always a good sign of a good game um i am gonna give it a eight out of ten nice okay okay so that gives a, a total of an 8.0 nice eight on the net eight on the dot. yeah which is nice. our fourth um, highest rated game so this game i have jenny's thoughts for Okay. Absolutely. We don't have a one-star review, though, because all of the one-star reviews I could find were just about it being not as good as the first episode as it went on. Um, They weren't very funny, so there was no point in including them. Fair Um, enough. But Jenny's thoughts on the game, uh, she described it as Scary Shrek. Because (laughs) of the the fairy tale. tale. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, cool. Well, I'm really glad that we did Wolf Among Us for this. It was, but as I said, great conversation. Um, yeah. Tim, one year, yes. one episode. What are we doing? So I'm already getting ready for a negative score from Slade on this one. Oh, oh no. God. I, it's no secret that I like a fighting game, right? Um, and I want to do something different. So what we're going to go for is Dragon Ball Fighter Z right it's on game pass but here's the precedent i'm setting i'm setting the goal the criteria now so we have it on recording i want you both to get through the story and i want you to both get through the combo trials okay that's it i looked it up it takes about 10 hours to do both those things okay right. 
I'll see y'all in 30 hours when I figure that out. <laughs> All right. Um, just just right, remember so, Metal Gear Rising. Um, let's, let's stay friends. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I say, I'm getting ready for a negative score now. <laughs> I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Mm. Although I'm not expecting it. You know, I've um, been playing that Persona fighting game, and do you, do you know the extent of my playing in that, what it is, Tim? Mashing? It's it's me holding to the right and pressing B. And This is why I want you to do the combo mode, because you can't get away with that in the combo that's, mode. That's all I've been doing to play through the story of the Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. If you want to get through the story of Dragon Ball doing that, that is fine. But that's the reason I want you to do the combo mode, because you can't get away with that. Oh, cool. Lord. Okay, Good. great. Tim, where I'm can not you find us on Twitter? Do I'll do my best, though. So you can find us on Game Club Pod on Twitter. Slade, what's our Instagram that Joey has updated by this episode's release? I'm sure. Absolutely Slade's not. Slade's life on uh, Instagram. You'd be better off wow. following Slade's life because I am not even going to bother trying to find the password for Video Game Club's Instagram. Wow. We need a social media manager. <laughs> well, you basically need to not rely on me. <laughs> right, great. Um, um, cool. Right. Happy birthday, gentlemen. Um, Thank you. One, one year, year old birthday. today. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And we will see you all in two weeks' time for Dragon I, Ball wait. Fighters. And, 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 and in two weeks, uh, Tim, Tim is going to have his objective. And his objective is to go give some random person on the street a quest. To find love. Okay. Tim, we want video footage, please. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go around with flowers and just give them to people and be like, give that to someone you, you like. You could be like, so, well, you know, one of these knobs on Facebook that's like, oh, it's a social experiment that we gave everyone a flower and then twenty just people prank, loved bro. me. Yeah. yeah. Well, enjoy that. It's just a prank, bro. All right, toodles. See you later. Love you. Bye. Good episode. All right, post amble. Posty posts. Posty post. Posted and posted. It's our one year. Can y'all believe we've been doing this for a year straight? I can hear people outside celebrating. This is crazy. <laughs> um, how, Tim, they are really loud, aren't they? Yes, they are. This is going to be probably my next hear, four hours. I don't hear them. Really? Oh, oh I'm, I'm hearing them loud and clear. I haven't heard I them until now. I don't. Mm. I don't think y'all know how bad my hearing actually is. It's like the first thing I turn on in every game is subtitles. Mm. I, watch I did everything turn on with subtitles on. Oh yeah, so, no, you play so, the, you play Telltale games with subtitles. I turn the subtitles on for this. Um, so I was thinking back about our first episode and mm-hmm. the quality production-wise um, compared, and I think we've come a long way, gentlemen. Yeah. I have a microphone that's facing the right way, and it's plugged in. And it's plugged in sometimes. And you've got it's, soundproofing. And I have got soundproofing. Tim and I, Tim and I were talking about the soundproofing. Um, you can get away with checkerboard, no problem. You can checkerboard it if you want to, but the other thing is, it needs to be on the other side of the wall. Yeah, in front of you first. In front of you first would make a big difference, and then because can you hear like, like? Well, but I've got um, a surround, like a microphone surround. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, you've yeah. got your cage, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that that helps a lot. But what we're saying is like the because um, if you think about your mouth like a uh, shotgun, you know, it goes out. 
Yeah, but, but I've and got. Sitting I've back got like the, that. I've got the microphone cage. Yeah. I mean, are you works. saying that? Are you saying that the microphone quality is poor, Slade? No, I'm not saying that it's poor. I'm just saying it's a. Uh, if you're looking to do a permanent fix, yeah, I have yeah. to be honest. That there is so that I don't wake Jack and Jenny up. Ah. So, because they sleep the other side of that, and the walls are not thick okay. in this house. Mm. Never mind so, then. Um, but I will be, I will be putting some up here in front of me. But I'm also warm mounting a TV to the left of me as well. Oh, this and is that's, turning that's into my. Weird. Yeah, this is turning into my man cave. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, cool. good episode, yes. everyone. There's a fetish I keep seeing that I'm not comfortable with. That I'm, gonna I'm leaving right this now. out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye.